Hello and welcome to the Keep It Local Maine podcast where we tell the stories of local business owners and Maine residents and learn more about what they do, who and what inspires them, their challenges, successes, and more. My name is Todd Regalinski. And I am Kimberly Regalinski. And we are the publishers of Keep It Local Maine, a local magazine that helps showcase local businesses to the people in and around their communities. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast that you can subscribe to on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can learn more about us at keepitlocalmaine.com and follow us on on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram through the links in the show notes. This episode is sponsored by the Fletcher Group at Keller Williams Realty, a veteran-owned and operated real estate group offering services in all aspects of the real estate market. The Fletcher Group has been serving Maine since 1997 and specializes in commercial sales and leasing, residential sales, commercial and residential development, and investment properties of all kinds. Their entire team philosophy is built upon honesty and integrity with the belief that their fiduciary responsibility is to their client's checkbook and not their own. As a local Maine business, they work hard serving their communities and would be honored to serve all your real estate needs. Give them a call at 207-805-3233 or visit them online or follow them on social media in the links in the show notes. In this episode, we'll be talking with entrepreneur and physical therapist, Dr. Phil Finemore. Dr. Phil is the owner of WorkFitMe Mobile Physical Therapy, where he specializes in helping busy Maine professionals maximize their physical performance so they can live a happy, healthy, and wealthy life doing what they love with who they love. He has a passion for helping people ensure their greatest asset in life, their body and its health, which gives them the biggest return on investment possible, living an abundant life in all aspects without fear of missing out on what matters to them most. Welcome to the show, Dr. Phil. We're so glad you're here with us today. Yes, thank you very much, Kim and Todd. I really, really appreciate you allowing me to, to, to join you. I'm really excited for this. I'm a big fan. Thank oh, you so thank much. You. We're, we're excited to learn more about you and your business. So you have a really unique business model. So can you tell us what concierge physical therapy is? Yeah, so really all that means is I am bringing the service to all of my clientele. So, so a great way to think about it is, is it's, it's a traditional outpatient physical therapy setting, but mm-hmm. we're doing it in the comfort and convenience of the person's home office. Uh, I've, I've met people at parks before where there's a gazebo <laughs> available to, mm. to do their care. Uh, basically, it's just a very convenient way to get the care to the people. So I'm, I'm a fully mobile, uh, fully mobile physical therapy practice. That's so cool. That's such a great thing. Like, oh yeah, meet me, meet me by the gazebo to do my physical therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, I've I've done that at the Eastern Promenade before. I've done it at a a Riverside Park down in Biddeford as as well. the The scenes are are, are beautiful, and we get to go mm-hmm. through a an awesome session to help people uh, feel better. So it's it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a real it's a really fun experience. That's awesome. Yeah. So how did you discover this model and what led you to start WorkFit? Now, is it WorkFitMe or is it WorkFitMaine? How do you pronounce that? I, I usually go with uh, with WorkFitMe, but it's kind of a play on WorkFitMe, yeah. WorkFitMaine. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I tried to get a little clever there. But, yeah, <laughs> but, it, it uh, totally works. Yeah, thanks. But uh, yeah, I I stumbled upon the, the mobile concierge model a little bit. I originally started the practice at the start of the pandemic to help individuals as well as companies who are shifting to a work from home model, mm-hmm. prevent avoidable workplace injury from those types of really big swings in activity levels. Mm-hmm. So I, I've noticed a pattern throughout my career that a lot of times when people are dealing with really any type of pain or discomfort, most of the time there's a big change in their activity one way or another. 
whether it's a significant ramp up, a significant ramp down, they change jobs, their job tasks change in general. So when I saw this all happening with this shift to the work from home model at the start of the pandemic, I said, could be as soon as three months, but at least six to 12 months down the road, I think we're going to start seeing a lot more people with neck pain, shoulder pain, arm pain, and back pain mm. from going from an office cubicle to potentially their recliner with a laptop mm. <laughs> and and whatever other creative ways people have found uh, working, right. working from home. So yeah. I, I originally started out trying to address that problem and helping to show people how those potential injuries could be prevented. And it sort of organically turned into actually seeing people for other things in their homes because there were people out there who knew who I was or I had seen before in the in the clinic and and things like that. And and they they wanted to work with me, weren't comfortable going into the clinic, and they felt more comfortable in their home. So mm. either through a in-home, in-person model or through a virtual model, I was able to start seeing people for more than just the workplace injury side of things, which which I still do, but things organically sort of shifted into this mobile concierge physical therapy model. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. You, we hear that word pivot a lot, and you know, going through mm. COVID and just yeah. what a unique way to to really pivot your business and to and to reach people where they're at. Mm. Yeah, that was so cool. that was the again, it, it sort of naturally started that way but but uh the the prevention side of things was a pretty big was a pretty big pivot and um mm -hmm. uh but but it's definitely something that that i've found helpful and a lot of people are, are are starting to find more helpful as we as we go through the through these changes that are probably never really going to change back at this point mm -hmm. mm. so could you describe kind of like what is a normal what would a normal session be like yeah so it depends a little bit on what our focus is. If we're focusing on the workplace injury side of things versus you actually have something going on that you want treatment for, that you want to prevent, because I do a lot of prevention services as well. But mm -hmm. in general, both of them kind of start out with getting just sort of a general history and overview of the of the current situation. So, mm -hmm. you know, what are you dealing with? What have you dealt with in the past? What are your goals? What are you trying to achieve by uh, taking care of what we're what we're taking care of here and once we get a good idea of of where things are currently at where you want to be we then go through the process of examining where the root cause of the current problem might be coming from so uh, let's let's frame it in an example just to make it a little easier if someone has uh, back pain let's say that's a that's a biggie a lot of people a lot of people mm -hmm. deal with we're, we're mm. not just going to look at that one spot in the back we're going to look at areas above that we're going to look at areas below that. We're going to get down to the true root cause of the problem and any imbalances that are going on between mobility, stability, and strength and endurance. And by addressing all of those imbalances, we're able to formulate a really good plan of how to attack that back pain conservatively. We're also going to check on any sort of risk factors from your work and daily activities. So that workplace stuff is kind of being pulled into just about everybody I see because just about everybody works in some capacity, whether it's mm -hmm. whether it's a, a job they have or they're a stay-at-home parent or whatever the case might be, whatever quote-unquote work is for you, but we're going to address those things in your day-to-day -day life that could be a contributing factor to what you have going on or what you're trying to prevent. Mm -hmm. um, and then we're going to design a, a, a personalized program that, that hits on all of those things. In each visit, there's going to be some hands-on component where we work on that mobility. 
We're going to work on getting the right muscles working and activated for you and then build on that strength and endurance and show you how to go through your day-to-day life without Mm -hmm. causing a problem and actually not only taking care of it, but preventing it from ever coming back. Mm. Mm. That's great. Yeah, that's a whole lot to pack into, you know, <laughs> into into a session or a series of sessions. So I mean, that's that's a lot to do and to try and balance all that out. Yeah, yeah, it's uh there's definitely a lot that goes into it, but uh just like anything in healthcare, it's a it's a it's a process, it's a journey. Yeah. You know, yeah. it uh none of this stuff is going to happen overnight. Now the 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 prevention in the workplace stuff is a little different, but if you're dealing with a current episode of, of pain, discomfort, dysfunction, whatever the case might be. Uh, those things do take a little bit of time, but, but if we're consistent with what works for you as an individual over that time period, the amount of improvement that we can get in that time is great. And working into that prevention side of things, making sure that this doesn't come back mm-hmm. is often very empowering for people. And, and, and most people find that it's easier to fold this stuff into their day than they think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, an ounce of what is it? An ounce of prevention is better than a, a pound of cure. Something I think that's how the saying goes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's it's always amazing. It's like, oh well, I don't have time for it. It's like, oh, do you have time to lay on your back because you're completely immobile <laughs> for, for for a day or two? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> maybe the few minutes of ex- maybe a few minutes of these exercises is much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and and my big my big thing is showing people how to find pockets in their day that they already sort of naturally have and try to incorporate mm-hmm. that into the routine of their day as much as absolutely possible. So uh, I'm not, definitely not trying to add anything onto people's plates because I know they're already, we're already busy, right? We're already tapped out in so many ways that, right. that we definitely don't want to throw more things on your plate. But if we can sprinkle things into your day that at first maybe don't seem like much, but actually do have a really big impact with what you have going on. And mm-hmm. it, a lot of people find that wow, my day is actually a little more productive because I'm not thinking about that back pain or that headache that I've had chronically for weeks, months, years, whatever the case might be. And but we've all experienced that. If we're not feeling our best, mm. the days drag, right? We're, for we're, sure. we're, we're not able to feel as productive in what we're doing. We might get everything done, but it just feels like that much more of a chore. Mm. And if there's one less thing we're focusing on and possibly stressed about, i.e. that back pain, headache pain, whatever the case might be, we're able to put so much more of ourselves into other things. Mm. Sure. And, and that's very that, that's very empowering for a lot of people and and actually cause for causes an increase in in productivity for a lot of folks. Makes sense. Yeah, no, totally. So what are some of the most common workplace injuries that you see? And and what are maybe some short, not trying to take business away from you here, but uh, what, what, are some of the sh- what are some of the ways that they could be prevented? Yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I kind of have a, have a, a bit of a, a goal of kind of working myself out of a job, Todd. So <laughs> your, your, your question is perfect. If I'm doing my job well, I might not have one. But um, yeah, so some of, some of the more common things, especially the things I'm seeing right now, again, because of this work from home shift is a lot of neck, shoulder and arm pain. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of that arm pain is originating from the neck. And again, that's due to a couple things. One, we are shifting from home, but even in the workplace, a lot of people are using laptops nowadays instead of desktop mm-hmm. s- setups or, or even tablets. And they're using the tablet like a laptop. Mm-hmm. So that changes a lot of things and, and mechanically from the neck right on down through. So those neck and upper body injuries are pretty common. Back pain is a biggie for a lot of people. 
and that's not always work related, but it but it certainly certainly can be. It's just one of the very common things that I see and and, and help people navigate. And as far as how we can prevent them, a lot of that depends on the person and what they have going on. But generally speaking, especially in a workplace situation, we really have to go beyond the ergonomics, right? Because everyone's heard that buzzword, right? I mean, over the past Mm. seven to 10 years, ergonomics and ergonomic training Mm. has been at the forefront of workplace safety. The, the interesting thing about that is over that same time period, although workplace injury has gone down, the number one reasons for people to miss work due to injury continue to be from soreness and pain and overuse injuries. Hmm. So yeah, we're focusing more on ergonomics, but the most preventable reasons for people to miss work and have a workplace injury and potentially lead to a workers' compensation case are still number one. Mm -hmm. So Mm. what we then have to do is go beyond that ergonomics and actually treat the physical risk factors within the person's own body that set that area up for some potential pain. And that has to deal with their past history. Have they had neck pain, shoulder pain, back pain before? You know, have they had broken bones in the past? Have they dealt with these things before? And what are their job tasks? What are their tendencies? What do they tend to do physically during the day? Mm-hmm. And how that interacts with a workplace setup. Those two things coming together actually make the prevention side of things achievable, where we can actually prevent a lot of these injuries from happening. Mm. That's great. So for the for the laptop tablet type situation, I'm guessing it's kind of a hunching sort of issue? Yes. Yeah. So uh, a, a lot of people hit on posture and stuff with that. And the, the, the hunching is exactly right, but it's it's usually not the posture alone that causes the, the, the problem. It's when we do it repetitively over time and then life asks us to be out of that position, mm. which it inevitably will, that's when some of these things tend to crop up. So our, our bodies are master compensators, right? So they, mm. they, they accommodate and adapt to the things that we tend to do on a repetitive basis all the time. So... It's not necessarily the the hunching alone that's the problem. It's being there all the time. And then when life requires us to reach up to a high shelf and grab a stack of plates because we have company coming over and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden our shoulder or our neck hurts or, or something something like that. So mm-hmm. so it's it's yeah, addressing how do we get you out of those positions that might not be so favorable for you to be able to do everything in life, but also how do we give you things to do during the day? that don't just keep you in the same positions over and over again and give you that variability throughout your day, Mm -hmm. even though your day might be repetitive so that when life throws something different at you, your body can handle it without a problem. Hmm. That's great. Now, another, uh, it's kind of a self-interested question because (laughs) uh, I, I'm a standing desk kind of guy and I'm wondering if you, if you have a side on that or if it's mostly just like, as long as you're not doing that one thing constantly. Yeah. You, uh, you just hit the nail on the head with that last thing. As long as you're not doing the one thing constantly, you're good. So I always suggest the kind of the combination sit to stand desks. Mm -hmm. I actually have one that sits on top of my existing desk and allows Mm -hmm. me to raise it and lower it as I need to during the day. So that Mm -hmm. gives me a ton of flexibility. I can sit some, I could stand some, I could even get a bit of a taller chair and do a combination of those two things, you know, like... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, sitting up on like a higher higher stool or something like that if I wanted to. Having that 
uh, variability and variety during your day is is key. So if you have the conversion, what I tell most people to do is sit for about 45 minutes or so, get up, move around, maybe go get some water, walk around the, the, the house, the office, whatever for a little bit. And then when you come back, pull that desk up and stand mm. and, and keep doing that off and on through the day. So you continue to get that variety of movement throughout your day. And we're not mm-hmm. staying in the in the the same one position constantly all the time and developing some of those adaptations that mm-hmm. that could lead to problems when we are then asked to move out of those positions in, in life. Yeah. So let me ask you this. What as a business owner, what what is the most important lesson in business that you've learned in the last couple of years and, and why has that been? Well, that's a great, great question. Uh, well, you, you, we kind of mentioned it at the at the start of the episode the idea of the of the of the pivot, being aware of sort of when that has to happen a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, making those small adjustments and the, some of the folks that I've worked with, uh, my my business mentors, uh, one of the things they instilled in me really early on when I was starting this is taking consistent imperfect action, and mm. when you mix that with the pivot, it's you know not being so focused on is this perfect and exactly what needs to be being done or being put out there right now, but being okay with it, not being perfect and just taking the action Mm. and then being able to reflect on that and say, okay, did that do what I wanted it to do? Did it not? What adjustments do I think I need to make? And then going from there. But if you're always taking that action, you're always going to be moving forward and you're only going to fail if you just stop trying. Right. So, Mm. so, so keep, keep moving forward, keep taking that imperfect action and make those pivots when you, when you need to make them. And it's kind of like fishing, right? You're, -hmm. (laughs) you're not going to know if there are any fish in the pond if you don't try to fish it. And if you keep throwing the exact same bait out there over and over again, and you never try something new, you're not going to know if you might be missing something completely. So keep trying, keep Hmm. making those tweaks and pivots and, and, uh, and and that'll keep you moving forward. I like that. That's really good. Well, I think it's it's interesting because here here Phil is actually com- is is doing this in one person. What we do, what we require two brains to do, <laughs> because I I will say right now I am much more of the well no let's let's take another week let's think about it let's let's go through this process let me let me let me mull this over a little bit more and Kim is like I want it done like five minutes ago <laughs> and you know very much ready fire aim sort of thing yeah pretty much. And, and both of those are good in different situations and at different times. So it, it's great that you've managed to put that into one brain, whereas the, it takes two of ours combined and, and constantly like battling for supremacy <laughs> to, to get that. Well, well, but it's I, so true. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of help along the way, like I said. That's I, great. Uh, I've, I've, I've been a physical therapist for a little more than six years, but uh, I've only been a business owner for about one so I, wow. I recognized that out of the gate and got some help as soon as I could. And uh, that's gone a long ways in, in helping me figure those things out. Because uh, if I hadn't gotten that help, I, I'm not sure I'd, I'd be in that spot. So that's yeah. smart. Yeah. And that's a great thing Super is th- there's so many business owners out there who are willing to talk and who are willing to help. And we've, we've heard sure. that with different people that we've talked to. Yeah, and that's just so great. And yeah. I mean, we're thankful for people who have talked to us about business mm-hmm. and, yeah. and stuff like that. So that's great that you got that help. And, you know, hopefully we can do that for other people. And hopefully someday you can do that for someone else. Yeah, for absolutely. sure. Yeah. So what would you say is the most rewarding part of your job? Yeah, that's a that's another great question. I mean, I, I just love I love helping people. So when 
you're getting that feedback from people that what you're doing is actually helping them in something mm -hmm. that's significant and meaningful in their life. That's first and foremost for me why why I why I do what I do. Even further, and this actually kind of ties into why I'm such a big fan of of your podcast is I just love learning about people and mm. what they do and what they're interested in. I'm a people person. So I have always found it really interesting how different and and diverse in a way that that the the southern main job and career market is. There's mm. there's a lot more going on down here than than you'd even think about. And mm -hmm. you just get to meet a lot of really interesting people, learn about what they do, learn about what drives them and how that helps our community grow in, in so many ways. So uh, yeah, just getting to know people and, and getting to getting to help people and having an impact on something that's important to them is mm. is really, really important to me. Mm. Yeah, that's great. So, it is so it is interesting like what a microcosm Southern Maine yeah, is. For yes. Sure. Because just driving from where we live to our office, I've I'm passing, you know, large businesses, yeah. farms, you know, a little bit of everything that you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, this is kind of cool that all of this is is kind of in one area, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So let me ask you this. And this is, you know, I love, I love this question. I just love this question. But how would you say you define success? Wow. Yeah, that is, that is a good question. That's tough. You know, I, I think that that's, it's, and it's definitely different for everybody, mm -hmm. uh, defining, defining success. But I, I think first and foremost, you, we do have to define that for ourselves as, as individuals. And, you know, I, I think uh, success for, for me is being able to know at the end of a day that I've done the absolute best that I can do for everybody that I worked with on that mm -hmm. day, had an impact for them, not only now, mm -hmm. but hopefully in the future, and have been able to not only provide, but also be there for my family. I think mm -hmm. those... Those are what are what make me successful is is helping those people to my the best of my ability, uh, while also being able to first and foremost be there for my family and then also be able to 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 provide for for them as for them as well. Mm. That's great. Yeah. Uh, another another question that we we always seem to ask because well, quite honestly, we're inspiration junkies. Uh, <laughs> But what we like to know is, is who or what inspires you? And this can be either per personally or professionally. Yeah. I've been really lucky to be able to work with a lot of other business owners as I've started up this this venture that, that I'm doing, again, kind of because of the, the workplace stuff that I do, but also the people that I've been able to, to connect with. And, and so I, I would say a lot of my clientele, and whether they're business owners or not, I always learn something from my clients. Mm. Um, but learning from my clients in general has been really, really inspiring because it's helped me get better at my craft as a physical therapist, but in, in many aspects also as a, as a business owner, which has been, which has been incredible. You know, my, my wife has been in incredible in this and being completely okay with me just going for this and, uh, mm -hmm. and, and making it happen when it felt like the only option at the time when a, when a pandemic hit. Um, and her strength and resilience through all this has been incredibly uh, inspiring to me. And I have some, as I've already kind of mentioned, I, I have some great mentors and coaches in my corner that I've that I've uh, been working with that have really helped keep me on track and 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 let me know that uh, there's there's growing pains in all this and there's ups and downs and everything. But at the end of the day, 
doing what makes you the most happy and, and fulfilled and the most important aspects of your life is, is what you're really doing this for. So, mm-hmm. um, that's been, that's been really inspiring as well. And I have not regretted it one day. There's been, there's that's been ups great. and downs, but it's, it's been the best move I've been, I've made my career thus far for sure. It's fantastic. Yeah. I, I totally understand what you're saying. Like in, in a way I kind of almost equate it to what you're doing for someone physically. Like if you take away the discomfort, the pain or whatever is on someone's mind it, it frees up an enormous amount of energy yeah if you're if you're doing something each day that is inspiring to you or that is fulfilling to you and that mm-hmm. you're like you know what even on a bad day this is better than what i what i could have been doing mm-hmm. yeah then you just it it frees up so much like mental and emotional energy that mm-hmm. <laughs> yes you might not you might not understand it on the on a top level all the time but man it is it is different you know mm-hmm. yeah for sure Definitely. yeah so as a Mainer, we always like to know, what is your favorite part of living here in this state of Maine? I really love living where everybody wants to vacation. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, you know, all of us native Mainers it might, <laughs> might complain about that from time to time, those, those mm-hmm. folks from away. But uh, <laughs> um, at the end of the day, we get to enjoy all of the things that those folks come here for all the time mm, right uh, you know the, the the beach in downtown portland might look a little different when snow flies uh-huh. but uh we still have it you know we can be at the beach you know depending on where you live you can be at the beach within 20 30 minutes maybe an hour you can also be at the at the, the lake in half an hour you can be up in the mountains in, in an hour mm. or so you can be in mm. ski country in a little over an hour uh mm. you can be up in the vast northern main woods in just a few hours so uh, we have a very unique geography and and there's there's so much going on here uh it, mm. it might be a little spread out compared to other places but uh, that's another part i like about it too yeah so mm. so it just has so much to offer and we get to enjoy so many different kinds of of beauty and fun things to do literally from north to south for sure we are spoiled <laughs> yeah Totally. Really yeah, totally. And that's why, you know, sorry, you know, if, if you live somewhere else, I'm sorry, but, you know, <laughs> right. Maine we, is where it's at. We live where everyone wants to vacation. <laughs> I, I love, love that. <laughs> I know. I love that. That's right. There's a reason it's called vacation land. Yep. That's right. You know? Well, Phil, thank you so much for, yes. for taking time out of your day and, and talking with us about WorkFitMe and, and just what you do and, and the difference you're making in people's mm. lives. So we mm-hmm. thank you just for, yes. for taking the time. But we also thank you for what you're doing for, for other people. And yes. and uh, I'll be sure to include in the show notes links to uh, uh, Phil's website and social media pages. Uh, we'll also have his phone number in there. You need to give him a call. If you're having any kind of discomfort, hey, someone who can come to you mm. instead of you having to go to the gym or, or, or someplace to go uh, you know get therapy he can come to you now mm-hmm. there's no excuse yeah. he has removed all the excuses for <laughs> you now it's time to take care of that stuff so once again phil thank you so much and we wish you continuing success in your business yes yeah. absolutely yes well thank you both very much for the opportunity i really enjoyed this like i said i've been a big fan of the podcast for some time and i really appreciate the opportunity so thank you both very much Oh, it's been Thank our pleasure, you. Phil. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a great week, Phil. You Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you once again to our sponsor for this episode, the Fletcher Group. Be sure to contact them for all your real estate needs using the information in the show notes. And thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.